So, thank you for being a part of the Tonio Time Daily Show. Yes, happy to be here. This is a free-flowing platform, so we just speak from the heart, no script. Cool. And your name is? Oh, yes. So my name is uh, Sherelle. I also go by Chi Chi. I have the My Virgo Friend podcast. I release, I try to release two episodes a week, uh, Mondays and Wednesdays. And I basically focus on um, spirituality in general. Um, I, I started the podcast because I'm going through my own spiritual awakening, soul journey, if you will. And astrology has always been an interest for me. And I feel like it gives a lot of clarity um, and it helps with the direction in regards to the cycles of life, as well as understanding the moon phases. So I figured I could, will create a platform where I can educate on astrology and, you know, give people weekly energy forecasts and say, okay, Mercury's in retrograde, or there's going to be a full moon this weekend. So be careful, you know, or, you know, just keep people in tune with the moon phases and um, the astrology seasons, because then we can understand law of attraction better, manifesting, and just taking control of the mind right because everything starts in the mind so um yeah my virgo friend astrology um moon updates and also i'm an empath i'm an intuitive so i speak intuitively and just try to give you know wisdom gems you know because when it comes to spirituality there may be a lot of different subjects that affect our spiritual journey such as understanding our sexuality understanding what we really want to do in a career understanding <clears throat> what our true passions are what we're really good at and what would give us fulfillment you know and if you're raised in a certain way that says no you can't be anything other than this particular career person or you have to be married you have to have kids you have to be straight you know whatever constraints that may have affected someone in regards to their spiritual journey because um, like you and I talked, you know, in the episode for my podcast, you know, mm -hmm. um, religion can be one of those restricting areas of your life where, you know, when you're coming into yourself and you're learning who you are, that could be something that kind of holds you back from fully embracing and learning more of who you are. So, um, yeah, I just want to. I am offering a platform to let people know that it's okay if you're also going through um, through these challenges or if you've experienced these traumas, it's a way to work through it, you know, so just introducing people to shadow work and understanding um, inner child healing, you know, some people don't know about those concepts. So just bringing light to that and mindfulness and breath work, you know, sometimes just taking a few deep breaths can just really shift the mood, you know, and I always open my podcast up with that as well just to recalibrate the energy and just to get people in the space of okay it's it's all right to calm down because I have my challenges with anxiety and depression as well so I have to remind myself to breathe you know so again just just trying to offer uh, different modalities and methods for people can understand spirituality, understand who they are and how to heal themselves. You know, whether it's breath work, doing yoga, understanding the moon phases, understanding, you know, your body through positive affirmations, you know, whatever. I just want to offer healing in, in ways that I can. So sorry, I'm rambling. Oh, no, <laughs> no. It, it, that was a beautiful essay. This <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> and so wow so anxiety and depression what is that like for you as an empath and intuitive person because i think they ha do have a correlation yeah so um an empath if um if you're listening like what is an empath an empath from my understanding is basically a deep feeler an empath is someone that can, that just has, a, I guess, a little more compassion. And like, I don't know, like it, I don't, I don't want to say it in the wrong way because I don't want to say like, oh, empaths are special. Empaths like really feel like you don't feel shit, but the empath really feels, you know, like I don't want to come off like that. But like how some people have a poker face, how some people are able to 
you know, you can't tell what they're thinking. They don't show emotion. You know, they may be void of emotion or they may be really good at concealing how they really feel. An empath may struggle with that where they can't really conceal how they feel because they feel so deeply and intensely. I know for Mm -hmm. me personally, that's kind of been my experience as an empath where I just don't really have a poker face. Like when I'm sad, you know, I'm sad. Like (laughs) I won't be surprised if I burst out in tears before we're done today because I was, I was, you know, just upset earlier and also with empaths you um you can just sense that you you know how um when you go into a room you can just pick up the energy like wow like I was in a good mood but when I stepped into this room my my energy is just off empaths can do that they could just go into a room and it's like the energy just isn't right and then before you know it something bad may happen or, or an argument may ensue because that's the energy buildup right so an empath just has that 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 um, extra sensitive energy perceptor, I guess for lack of a better word. So um, as being an empath, you just feel more deeply. There may be greater room for compassion for others. You may um, just have more empathy. You know, an empath has empathy. What is empathy? Empathy is like, I feel you. You know, I may not understand, you know, exactly what you're going through, but, you know, because I don't have that same experience, but I have compassion. I under, you know, I feel you, you know, I understand how you could feel that way. Um, An intuitive, I would say is someone that's just really in tuned with their higher self, their mm-hmm. higher self can be God. Their higher self can literally be a higher version of themselves, their spirit team, ancestors, whatever, angels, however someone wants to define that, that's on them. But mm-hmm. I just feel like an intuitive just allows themselves to trust a higher sense of knowing. So an empath, an intuitive empath on my on my um, podcast, you know, I could just be talking like I've just been rambling this whole time. I could be rambling about something that really doesn't have to pertain to me, but it could pertain to someone that needed to hear the message at at the time, you know, just because I'm picking up on the energy and I'm trusting the higher source of whatever this message is. And then I just put it out. And then like, that's what usually happens. Like, that's how I know I'm an intuitive empath, you know, because I'll have people say all the time, like, oh my God, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Oh, I said something about this earlier. Like, mm-hmm. and I have no idea about that. Like, I have no prior knowledge to that, but I'll just, I've had a lot of people and more frequently now, which is why I'm leaning more into, you know, this healing world, if you will, and just really embracing, you know, my spiritual gifts, because I believe God gives us all gifts, you know, and this just happens to be mine. Some people just have different things they're good at and you know as I'm learning more about myself with my spiritual journey and leaning into who I am I'm just getting confirmation from the universe from people telling me oh my god like that's exactly what I was thinking about like that's exactly the question I had or you know whatever like I do Mm -hmm. oracle cards you know I do tarot um cards you know I've done um tower readings for people in the past and like I've had a woman tell me the first card was exactly like the, the person her uh, her boyfriend that she was like considering if she should be done with or whatever so it's interesting but like to whom much is given much is required right you know like it comes a big responsibility with that too like stepping into the energy world and you know really work with the gifts because you know people just expect so much of you you know so I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm embracing it, but I'm also like careful because that's, it's mine too. You know, like the spiritual stuff, like that's, that's mine. You know, it's like, do I always want to be, you know, putting that out? And again, I don't know like what I'm saying right now, but just, you know, understanding who I am, my spiritual gifts are what I, what I'm appreciated for and what I appreciate life for. So. Uh- you know, you shouldn't be hard on yourself because you express Thank yourself you. so eloquently and well. And Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You know us Virgos, hypercritical of ourselves, you know, but able to offer grace to others. So I appreciate that. My my Virgo uh Virgo brother. Yes. <laughs> Virgos unite. Yes. And what was the reception of the episode we did on your podcast mm-hmm. what? um the numbers are pretty good um i hadn't had like anybody comment on the youtube video i don't think like since i last checked i didn't see any comments but like most of my videos don't have comments yet either because it is still pretty new my youtube channel um 
and when I say my YouTube channel, y'all, like when I do um, my podcast episodes, I record it via Zoom like we're doing now <clears throat> and upload it there. So if you want a visual to go with the episode, it's on the YouTube channel, uh, Chi Chi Babe, C-H-E-C-H-E-B-A-B-E. Um, but when I last checked, I don't think I saw any comments, but I need to do better with like, you know, marketing and heavy promotion and stuff like that like with podcasting like it's more than just like sitting down and recording you know like there's so much like behind the scenes that go with it and I love it like I'm so glad like I started it and I'm like looking forward you know to growing with it and seeing where I could take it and stuff but it's a lot that goes into it like having to do the cover art for each episode and the editing you know you have to go back and listen to your own voice you know or, like <laughs> it's like oh my gosh like it like I've realized it takes a solid three hours me to put out an episode because I'm recording for an hour. I have to listen to the playback for an hour. And then it usually takes an hour between making the graphics, uploading to the platform, um, promoting on Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Putting it on my story. Like by the time I do all that, that's usually like a three hour time block. So, um, but yeah, um, no feedback yet, but I love the episode. Like we was just like, just flowing, just a free flowing conversation. Yes, and you know, I, I like that in our talks we are able to just be vulnerable, mm -hmm. like judgment free, just yeah, let ourselves just ah, like we are doing now. We just this is repeat, repeat, samezies. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what's on your mind today? Because I don't have a set topic. We can just no set topic. Nope. Well, Monday was the new moon in Aries. Did anything significant happen for you? Uh, more reflective growth for me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was able to learn relationships mm -hmm. in the sense that it's much easier for me to know who's an associate, who's a friend, who's a colleague, who's a talk buddy who's a sometimes hangout buddy. And I don't yeah. think relationships are blurred for me anymore. Good, good. Just uh, compartmentalizing. I was just thinking of that word. Thank you. See? <laughs> and there we go. For example, yeah. like the intuitive, that's right. what I'm talking about. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know? So like when yeah. that keeps happening, we're like, oh my God, I was literally thinking that. Like there've been times where like, I'll um, meet somebody and like, I'll just get like, if somebody introduces me to somebody, I'm like, oh, I bet your name is such and such. And it will actually be their name. And like, I will have no prior knowledge or nothing. Like just, or I, I'm pretty good with guessing Zodiac signs too. Like when I meet somebody, you know, once I like hang around on like for like a few minutes or whatever, I'll like guess it. Or like, if I don't get it spot on, it'll be like the same element or like the sign before or after, but it's like really close. <laughs> Sorry about that. But yeah. Also, psychic energy is what I'm thinking. Yes, yeah, psychic energy. And I'm also a Pisces rising, and that's a typical characteristic of Pisces. Um, water signs are considered more intuitive. So the water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces. And um, I'm a Cancer moon. So your sun sign is a Virgo, right? The sun yeah. sign is your birth date, <clears throat> which is your personality. That's... Um, yeah, it's just what you are, your personality. Who are you? Your, your sun sign. Your moon sign is how you process your emotions. And when you think of the moon, the moon comes out in the darkness, right? So the moon sign is going to be kind of like, not the opposite of your sun sign, but it's going to be how you press, how you act within yourself. So your sun sign is how you shine to others, like the sun. And then the moon is like, okay, when everybody's gone, when you're home alone by yourself and you really come out, who is that person? Like, you know, the person that's happy and energetic in front of everybody else may be the most sensitive soul when they get along and they cry themselves asleep, you know, because that's their moon sign. That's how they process their emotions. Um, or at the same time, there may be someone, they may have the same sun and moon sign. That's totally um, possible as well. There are people that have the same sun and moon sign. So it just depends on, the date you were born, but also the time you were born. And then to get your rising sign, that's going to also factor in your geographic location at that date and time that you were born. So it's literally a snapshot of the solar system, of the planets, and how everything was aligned at the moment you was coming through the birth canal. 
So mm-hmm. I was born September 16th, 1993, 350 East Coast time in DC. Oh. So your okay. estimation. Yeah, I can plug it in real quick if you want me to. Sure. Yeah. Okay, let's go for it. All right. So what I'm doing here, I'm going to Google and I typed in prenatal chart. I'm going to go to the second link, which says alabe.com. And I'm getting the prenatal chart, which is, again, a snapshot of the planets at the moment you were born. So you said September 16th, 1993. Yes. 93 at 350. Yes. PM. PM. And what's the city and state? DC. District of Columbia. Right, so I guess I should put. All right, so let's go with this. All right, so maybe I shouldn't put just Washington. Mm-hmm. And then DC separate. Okay. All right, 93. Um, okay. All right, boom. So your sun sign is Virgo, of course. Your moon sign is in Libra. So you're, um, you process your emotions like a Libra, which is an air sign. Um, and just to give a quick description of what it means to have a moon in Libra. Affectionate, warm, and friendly. Life must be a beautiful experience for you. Unpleasantness should be avoided at all costs. You tend to overlook other people's faults and you would rather give in than fight. You are uncomfortable with strangers, but at ease and sociable with friends and associates. Indeed, you would rather socialize than work. You can use your prodigious charm to avoid unpleasant tasks. You need the support and assistance of another in order to get you started on any new project. You are not a self-starter. Be careful of a tendency to be overly self-indulgent slash lazy your refined aesthetic sensibilities attract you to music dance art and any other cultured activity so that's your moon sign and with these other signs you may or may not agree with them you may feel like they do resonate more than your sun sign or it doesn't resonate at all and that's okay um your rising sign is in capricorn which is an earth sign like virgo and taurus so the rising sign is Okay, even though your your personality is a Virgo, you process your emotions like a Libra, but at first impression, when people first meet you, you come off like a rising sign. So your rising sign is in Capricorn, which again is like Earth, uh, which is an Earth sign. And the description for Capricorn, you are practical and reserved, but very ambitious. An achiever and a hard worker, you respect success. Older looking and very serious as a youth, things lighten up and you relax more as you mature. You have a serious view of the world as being a difficult place to be in. Um, Very envious of those who seem to have an easier life than you have. Relaxation and play do not come easily. It is important that you have an abundant parental support as a child so that you do not feel lonely and isolated as an adult. Generally, you have a good earthy sense of humor that can carry you through when times really do get tough. You are purposeful, self-willed, industrious, realistic, and responsible. Right? So you may feel like your rising sign resonates more than your sun sign. So that's why it's important to to get all three placements, you know, because if you felt like parts of you wasn't truly Virgo, maybe it's that Capricorn that's shining through, or maybe it's your moon sign and Libra. So what are your thoughts just on those three? I agree with most of the characterizations. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I was doing some internal reflection as you were speaking I said okay most of these traits fit me mm-hmm. and you you notice how um there may be how I said there may be some signs or characteristics you agree with but not all of it you know because mm-hmm. the moon sign of Libra they made a point to say oh you're not a self-starter but then you look at your rise sign of Capricorn and says oh you're very ambitious you're strong-willed you're gonna get it done hard worker blah blah, blah. so it's like it that seems kind of contradictory right so don't so that's why I have to remind people like yes these are just characterizations if it's not true for you then don't take that on don't like stress yourself out like oh my god I'm not egotistical I'm not lazy I'm not blah 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 like don't you know don't freak out that's just saying in general 
if you have these placements, these are the general characteristics, but it doesn't have to be 100% true. Don't get so like, um, don't get offended if there's something about the description where it's like, oh my God, that's not me. I'm not boring. Like, because for Virgo, it may say that we're boring because we, we may not be as much of a risk taker as like some of the other signs. It doesn't make us boring. It just makes us methodical, you know, logical, thinking it through, you know? Um, so yeah, like when you're reading astrology and when you're reading your signs and stuff, don't get so consumed on, oh my God, this is definitely going to happen to me. Or this is definitely me. Like, no, if it resonates, okay. If it doesn't resonate, let it be, you know? Um, but you also have more sign placements. So you have your sun, moon, and rising personality, mm -hmm. emotions, first impression. Then your mercury is how you communicate. So mm -hmm. your Mercury, just like, you know, we're going through literally the solar system, right? Right. The sun, the Venus, Mercury, Mars, all that. We All those planets in the solar system, we each have one of those planets in a particular zodiac sign. So we're going through all of those. Um, you have your Mercury and Libra. So you communicate like a Libra. <clears throat> so, so far you have two placements in Libra. Uh, Mercury and Libra means you are known for not jumping to conclusions about things. You tend to weigh all possible choices very carefully before making a decision. When in the slightest amount of doubt, you will compromise rather than ruffle any feathers. You are a true raconteur of culture and taste. Your ideas and opinions are neat, elegant, and refined. A born diplomat, you dislike discord so much that you would go out of your way to make others feel comfortable and at ease. You speak softly and pleasantly. You know, especially the softly and pleasantly part. I'm thinking the word velvety, soothing. Yeah. Relaxing or gas vocals. Yeah. <laughs> I had to put the word orgasmic in there because you, you know how I have a dirty mind. <laughs> We're getting to that in a little bit with the Venus and Mars. That's oh. where the sexual energy comes into play. Woo! <laughs> so we um you know how uh people say masculine and feminine energy. Yes, the sacred feminine, sacred masculine. Mm -hmm. So everyone has sacred feminine and masculine. From the most feminine woman, she has masculine energy. The most burly man has feminine energy, okay? Right. So your Venus is in Leo, which is a fire sign, and your Mars is in Libra. You have a lot of Libra placements. <clears throat> okay, so your feminine energy, Venus, is in Leo. You have a striking and regal appearance and demeanor that attracts others to you. Your friendship is highly sought and you tend to take friendships quite seriously. Yes. You, remain <laughs> you remain loyal and true to those to whom you are attached. For uh -huh. you, love is mixed with pride and respect. Yeah. Relationships <laughs> are over when you lose respect for your partner. Mm. Be careful of a tendency to relate only to those who make you look good the powerful, important, and influential. This can lead to arrogance and selfishness, and neither of these qualities become you. Venus and Leo, thoughts? Um, people find it laughable, the idea of me being haughty. Mm. <laughs> Everything mm. else is rock solid. <laughs> yeah. Let's go haughty. All right, your Mar so the Mars energy, how we have the Venus feminine, Mars masculine. So your Mars uh, masculine energy is in Libra. So, so far you have three planets in Libra. Mars and Libra energy. You are very aware of the need to cooperate with others in order to further any effort. You are usually willing to compromise with others, although you can be quite competitive in a friendly way. Very fair-minded and impartial. You have the ability to sense injustice and desire to take corrective actions to make proper compensations. You see both sides. All done. Excuse me. Um, you see both sides of issues and questions, but you tend to be undecided or wavering when forced to make choices that might make you vulnerable or unpopular. Thoughts? Well, I embrace rejection. Mm -hmm. And I um, have a, I have healthy boundaries. They're not collapsed or rigid, but everything else, uh, A plus. Yeah. 
excuse me and your mars energy also goes to your work ethic as well so that's also where you can define it <coughs> excuse me so those are the main planets to really be concerned with the uh, the rest of the planets you have a jupiter in libra saturn in aquarius uranus in capricorn neptune in capricorn pluto in scorpio north node is in sagittarius so your north node you have a north node if you have a north node you got a south node right so mm -hmm. your north node is basically in this lifetime in this reincarnation right mm -hmm. um this is your purpose this is your life's journey this is why you're here this is the job you need to get done okay so with the north node that's what you need to do north need to do south is in the past so in your past life what um lesson did you need to learn what type of character where you were and how does that relate to now so your north node is south node will always be sister signs um when i say sister signs we have 12 12 zodiac signs yeah. the first one is aries taurus gemini cancer leo virgo those are the first six so then when it picks up after virgo it's libra libra is the sister sign of aries which is the first after libra is scorpio scorpio is the sister sign of taurus which is the second sign after Scorpio, Sagittarius is the sister sign of Gemini, which is the mm -hmm. third sign. Mm -hmm. After um, Sagittarius, Capricorn, the earth sign, is sister sign to water, Cancer. Um, after Capricorn is Aquarius. Aquarius is the sister sign to fiery Leo. And then the last sign, Pisces, water Pisces, is sister sign to Virgo. Mm. Earth sign. So it's always going to be an air-fire combination, water-earth combination. All right. Mm -hmm. So um, fire, Aries, air, Libra. So right. that's how you, that's how you can figure out what the sister signs are. Start from the beginning. It starts with Aries. Go to the first six. And then the next six are going to line up with those first six. Air, oh. fire, earth, water. So <clears throat> I forgot how I got on that subject. Oh, yeah. So the south and north nodes. So if you're so, for example, my south node is in Virgo. So in my past life, I was very Virgo energy. I was very... Um, Virgo energy is very wise, helper, mm -hmm. um, help you to be your best, you know, just very service-based, right? A service-based right. sign, but in a grounded way. So in my past life, I had big Virgo energy. That was a lesson to learn. But in this lifetime, the opposite side of Virgo, the sister sign is Pisces, water Pisces. Pisces is more intuitive and in the and up here with their wisdom as opposed to being grounded in their service. Pisces is more spiritually service-based. Um, instead of let me physically do this for you, let me help you spiritually, let me help you mentally. Um, so that's basically in this lifetime, I'm supposed to step into this healing energy. So that's also why learning your astrology, learning your natal chart can assist just in those life paths, you know, like when you're going through your spirituality, like, oh my God, what job should I be doing? Well, your North Node is in Pisces. Typical careers with the North Node of Pisces is being a coach, being a teacher, being um, a spiritual leader, being a yoga instructor, being a holistic provider, like something that's spiritually connected, right? Being a chakra healer, being a crystal, whatever, something spiritual, some type of spiritual work. It's like a typical career with Pis um, North Node and Pisces. So, yeah, when you're going through, you know, when you hit your 30s and you're like, oh, my God, I went to school for one thing. I got this degree, but I really want to do something that doesn't require a degree. You know, looking at your natal chart to say, OK, well, my Mars is in Leo. So my masculine energy is very much competitive and fired and go and I need action and I need dynamic. I don't need to be sitting in the office still at a computer all day. I have too much energy for that. Like, that's why I'm bored when I sit at a computer because I'm too active for that, you know, or people that are in a rush, rush, go, go type of industry. And they're always stressed out and they're um, self-medicating and they're, you know, just not happy because you're not supposed to do something that's so find and you know on schedule maybe you're meant to be a creative you're meant to flow and just kind of self-operate and self um self-assert you know self-manage if you will you don't need to be micromanaged you know so when we hit those those walls in life because we're raised you know by our parents that's just hopefully trying to give us their best you know they don't know us they're also growing 
They're also learning about themselves, you know, like they're as young as they are when you're as young as you are, you know? So we, as we're getting older, we also have to be reminded our parents are getting older too. Like they did what they knew how, hopefully they gave us our best, but they gave us what they gave us. And then once we're on our own, we're, we're expected to kind of figure out, okay, who are you really? Because they just gave you the starter kit, but you don't, you're not supposed to use the starter kit for the rest of your life. You know, this is just to get you going, take what you need, leave what you don't and, you know, create the life that you're really supposed to have. So they may have told you, oh, you better be a nurse. You better be a doctor. You better go work in a plant. You better start a business because that's what everyone in the family does. Everybody starts a business, carry on the family legacy. Maybe that doesn't rock with you and that's okay. But when you do the spiritual work to understand, okay, who am I, you know, maybe learning your natal chart, maybe learning your astrology placements would just give some comfort to you because I know for me growing up uh, I used to always hear Sherelle don't be so sensitive don't take it so seriously don't take it to heart I'm very sensitive you know and growing up I was made to feel like that was a bad thing like oh my gosh if I start crying in the presence of people they're gonna automatically think I'm weak and that I'm not professional because I'm allowing my emotions to get the best of me but then when I learned that I'm double water placement my Mm. my emotions is a watery cancer (laughs) cancer is very much it's the crab you know it's it's um cancer is you know hugs cancers typically love hugs they're ruled by the heart chakra you know so the heart you know um they're also of the mother sign of the zodiac they're the mom so it's think of mother energy think of love and like just being open-hearted like mom but then when you get your feelings hurt you know it's a crab it's very emo it's very leave me alone let me sit in the dark you know let me be buried with my emotions get away from me get away from me you know like we're gonna crab you know it's sensitive but it's still snappy you know so um because it's snappy they may feel the need to retreat because they don't want to hurt other people because they're hurting right Right. Um, And also my rising sign is Pisces. Again, very watery, very, you know, um, like when I think of Pisces energy, I think of cotton candy colors, you know, that baby pink with that baby blue mixed in a very very light and airy. You know, those clouds when the, the sun is setting and it's that pink, blue, beautiful color. Like that's what I think of with Pisces energy, just very cotton candy, flowy energy, like head in the clouds or whatever but still very emotional, very sensitive. And it's water energy because it's very intuitive again. So I'm double water. So when I got older and I'm going through my spiritual journey and I'm reflecting on why am I so emotional? Why am I so sad all the time? Why am I so sensitive? You know, it's because those are my placements. Those are my astrology placements and I can't help it. So once I learned that, it gave me permission to kind of embrace it. Like, okay, well, it's not bad because some people can't cry. Some people, don't know how to show affection because they used to get it beat out of them when they were children and they've grown into these adults that don't know how to have emotions that don't know how to express how they feel they they struggle with communicating at least it comes natural to me you know so like when I was younger and I used to be told oh shut your little teeny mouth or you know don't talk so much or whatever and was made to feel guilty for having that gift you know, because some people there, they have a fear of public speaking. I love public speaking. I was a cheerleader in high school, student body president. You know, I love, you know, before I used to hate FaceTime and getting on live, but now I embrace it. You know, um, last year during quarantine, there was, uh, I want to say 52 days straight. I went on Instagram live just to keep people motivated because, you know, we're all sad and depressed, locked up in the house in quarantine. So I'm like, you know, being like a little mini DJ, hyping up the jams, you know, I'm like, okay, you guys, Let's start with some deep breaths. Okay, I'm playing this music and I'm just speaking intuitively like I am now, you know, and people type, type, oh my God, this resonates, this resonates. And because I did that is what gave me the courage to start my podcast. You know, I'm like, wow, I actually enjoy speaking. You know, all this time growing up, I was made to feel like people don't want to hear what I have to say, be made to feel like I'm not making sense. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Some people just wanted to make me feel like that because they were probably insecure on their inability to do that. You know, this is a gift. So just learning about who you are and your astrology placements can just kind of, for me, it offered comfort to me to say, okay, you're not, you're not crazy. You're not overthinking it. This is literally your genetic makeup. This is your energetic makeup. Like we're all spiritual bodies, energetic bodies, just having this physical experience for right now, you know, but like, 
what my gifts are, some people may be deficient in that. It's not a bad thing that I ha- I can get long-winded at times. It's not a bad thing that I could think on the spot and I'm witty and I can, you know, have clapbacks and stuff like that. That's not a bad thing, you know? So, and also for me to be sensitive, the fact that I can hear a song, like a song that makes me cry every time, the shy lights, oh girl, I cry every time um, when I hear that song. So for me to have that gift to just really tap into my emotions like that, that's not a bad thing. You know, so yeah, just with spirituality just gives you permission to rewrite the story, you know, because, you know, as we're growing up, pure souls, we may have some adults that dump on us, you know, that put their problems on us, that put their insecurities on us, try to hold us back or don't give us the time to really understand who we are and what our gifts are and how they can nurture those gifts to help us reach success quicker, you know, so we have to undo all that conditioning when we get to that breaking point of, you know what, I'm not happy and I need to figure it out because I can't keep messing up these relationships. I can't keep falling out with family members. I can't keep job hopping because I keep, you know, getting into it with the boss because I don't respect authority. I got to figure out what the root is. Like, why do I keep just allowing myself to be unhappy? Why do I keep forming these trauma bonds or staying in these connections where it's time to go holding on too long, you know, know when to let go. And yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, no, I'm not. I gotta like what I'm trying to like work on is stop apologizing so much. That's my people pleaser in me. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned it, people pleasing, because I've recently overcame it. Let's go. Libra energy typically struggles with the people pleasing because it's the scales, right? You want to balance the scales, you want to be fair. So it's like, well, I'm fine, but are you okay? You know? So I feel you with that. I have two placements in Libra. Oh, I I please myself, which means pleasing the right people. Because yeah. I learned that life is not about large crowds, and COVID has definitely taught us that. It's about the right people. I don't even put a number on the right people. Mm. We treat each other with gratitude. We keep being thankful for one another, and we keep the party going. Keep the party going, exactly. Yeah, and also I recently overcame self-esteem issues. Oh, yeah? How's Yeah, let's see. So I, when I first started this podcast, I was, I had to tell myself podcasting is not instant in terms of, oh, my God, all these views and plays are going to blow. No, success is a step-by-step, little-by-little building block of the whole staircase absolutely so that made me stop feeling uh deficient towards myself yeah Ugh, i love that that's so true because like you know like when does the monetizing start man like dang i it, it starts when it's supposed to i don't put i don't live my life by timetables nor deadlines anymore yeah. Even though we have time to do certain things, please certain things. I don't live my life in paranoia or it's got to be boom, it's got to be bam, it's got to be this way at one o'clock, this way at five. No, just mm-hmm. what's that song? Give me just a little more time. It's that's how success and quality is. Anything that's a virtue, it's graduality. It's like this. Mm-hmm. It's not like a pal because that that's hurtful. You really have all your appreciation when the time is being taken. And, you know, I heard this same thing yesterday. I was watching a Brilliant Idiots podcast with Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz. Oh, because, yeah. like, yeah, I make sure I'm always watching podcasts, learning, you know, what are they doing? What are they doing? And um, Charlemagne, he was just took a moment to give Andrew his flowers. To be like, hey, man, I'm so proud of you because I want to say Andrew and just got to deal with Netflix and Andrew Schultz he's been a comedian since like um back when MTV was doing God Code with uh-huh. that show <clears throat> I love that show God Code and Girl Code and he was one of the returning castmates on there then I want to say he was on Wild and Out for a little bit so he's been known in the industry but he's not like a Dave Chappelle Cat Williams household name right um this uh you know this guy and so now he's you know he's been on the podcast so i want to say we're brilliant idiots for like the past five years and i want to say he has like one or two other podcasts and i want to say he's like 
released a production company. Like he's just doing all these things where he's building his brand. And Charlemagne was just saying, you know, like, I'm so proud of you, man. And you know, like, even though people may not know you like right now, whatever, but I see it, man, you're just working, working. Like it's so much better to have the gradual success, you know, cause he was on YouTube for a while, you know? So he has his YouTube following and his Instagram social media platform following and you know, the different hubs of followings and stuff but um just like with musicians you know i would much rather have a gradual success with my music where i'm getting better and better rather than be you know first album out mega millions top 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 because then there's so much pressure for that the second album you know it's so much pressure because mm. like now there's nowhere to go but to maintain this high 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 intensity at least when you're growing into your growth and allowing the time, space, and grace, that's what I say a lot, time, space, and grace, but um, just allowing the gradual so that people can follow your journey and they can watch you grow, you know, like, <clears throat> like, of course, I don't want to have a blank wall, black, a wall for my background, you know, eventually I'm gonna have some mood lights and some plants and some furniture and stuff, but I'm not going to stress myself out and go broke trying to mm. put on and look like I'm already there at the success at the top. Like, no, I want you to grow with me. I want you to right. see my so-called struggle, you know, and I don't even consider it a struggle because this is new to me, you know, like I'm mm. growing into it. I'm learning it. So I have permission to not have it all figured out. I have permission mm -hmm. to not be at the finish line. You know, I have permission to not know what I want to do just yet. I say, I want to have a bunch of plants behind me, but that may change in a month. You know, I may want to do just mood lights. I may want to keep the blank wall. I may want to put up um, one of those tapestries and just drape that, you know, I may want to get us some signage, you know, my regular friend podcast, whatever, but I, I have that right. And why I have that right is because I decided I have that right. I'm not asking other podcasts, what you think I should do? Oh my God, you know, what you think, what you think? I'm not gonna stress myself out because this is mine. And if it's my dream, it's my vision, then I need to respect it as such. I need to give it time. I need to, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. understand it and nurture my baby instead of giving my power away to other people to say, hey, what approval do you think I should get from you? Okay, what approval do you have for me? Okay, because I can't move until you give me approval now because I'm definitely waiting on your word. I'm waiting on your approval. Hell no, like that's my job. You know, like I literally like um, what I've also been thinking about, too, because, you know, I didn't go to school for podcasting. Like, I don't have a degree in communications. I have a master's in health services management. That has nothing to do with podcasting, you know, but, but this that is, is awesome. Congrats. Thank, thank you. Thank you. But like, this is what makes me happy, you know. So, um, damn, I forgot what I was going to say with that. But in regards to like graduate success podcasting gradual success podcast like this is what i want to do you know and it's not like i ask somebody else do you you know do you think i should do podcasts no i'm doing it because i want to do it and yes damn you right know, right i may have done this one path where you know i thought i want to be in healthcare. i thought i want to be in this management role where i'm managing people I really don't want to manage people. I want to help people, which is why I'm going into life coaching. You know, I'm figuring it out. You know, like, yes, I want to help people. I like to teach. I like to help people understand. I feel like I have a good way of like breaking things down for people to understand it. So mm -hmm. I love that, you mm -hmm. know, but I don't want to tell people what to do. I just want to be there to help empower people so they can figure out for themselves. Well, don't be coming over to me talking about I ruined your life because you did A, B, and C. No, go to a therapist for that, honey. I I'm here to coach you through your energy and to help, you know, to remind you of your greatness. You know, I'm not here to prescribe medication. I'm not here to, uh, to go to, no, I'm not, uh -uh. I'm here to coach you through it, you know? So even though I spent however many years going to school for this one thing, pursuing careers in this one path, you know, and now that I'm in my thirties, I'm like, you know what? I want to switch to a whole, I want to um, tap into a different part of me. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, that's okay. I have the freedom, the time, space and grace to change my mind. You know, this is new to me. So even though I spent years doing something else and I should be experiencing doing something, it's not this, you know what I'm saying? It's okay to start over. It's okay to learn something for the first time. It's okay to suck at something again. And it's also okay to be a master and expert at one thing, to spend your whole life focused and dedicated to that one thing, whatever. It, there's no one way 
to success. There's no one right way. There's no one right path. Some people, they have to focus on one thing and just be the best at that one thing. You are you the best shoemaker in town. Be the best shoemaker in town. Like do nothing but shoes, you know, like get at it. Just do that, you know, like to be great at a lot of things is to be a master of none. Right. And that's also what I struggle with, you know, being an artist, you find there's multiple things you're great at. Right. right. And you want to tap into all parts of you. And it's like, damn, like I love dancing, but I'm also great at singing, but I'm also great at speaking, but I'm also great at painting. You know, I'm also great at sketching all these. I'm also great at fashion design, you know? So, you know, it like, it just, it, it's, that's the, the struggle I find myself in a lot. It's like, do you, Focus on what you have this investment in, this piece of paper that says you're qualified and credential to do teaching at a collegiate level, or mm-hmm. do you do something that doesn't even require a college degree where the money may not be there, but man, it makes you happy. Man, it's, it's what you want to do, and you have autonomy over your time, and you know, I, I don't want somebody to tell me when I can go on a lunch break. What you mean? What? No. Me too. Me too. No. Me too. I, don't, I don't want you to tell me I can't leave at Friday at eight in the morning. I need to stay here to four. For what? I'm not doing anything. Thank For you. some emails and calls? Thank no. You. Me no. Same. Same. I want to be like, you know, money isn't everything. You know, like happiness is truly loving who you are, looking at yourself in the mirror and feeling good about that person, you know? Mm-hmm. Money isn't everything. Like for some people, yes, I would much rather cry in the bins than a hoopty, whatever. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. You know, I would much rather cry in a mansion than, you know, no home. Duh. You know, but <laughs> at the same time, like I've already, I already experienced working at a job where I drove there with this heaviness where I'm there with this heaviness, where I'm not engaging people, I'm not talking because I don't want to be there. And I'm showing them parts of me that's not true. You know, oh yeah, I would say it's true, but it's not my highest self. When I'm doing my work, I want to present my highest self. So if I'm not in an environment where I'm bringing forth my highest energy, you're not going to see and experience that. And now when you leave me or when we leave each other Mm -hmm. and you go about your life, you remember me as this grumpy irritable moody person <laughs> which is really not me i'm really more hype and enthusiastic and energetic when i'm doing things yeah. that i love you know and that's why it's important for people to remember you take yourself wherever you go yes you can leave this job because you don't get along with the boss you don't get along with um other men telling you what to do or whatever but then if you go to this other company you're probably going to be in the same situation you know, they may be a little nicer or they may be a little meaner, but it's still the lesson to be learned of. Maybe this is not the environment for you. Maybe you don't respect authority because you want to be your own boss. You actually want to be an entrepreneur, you know? So it's just all about figuring it out for ourselves instead of giving that responsibility to our spouse, to our, our partner, to our best friend, to our parents, to our guardians, to our mentor coach. You know, we can't dump that responsibility on other people to figure out life for us. That's where we come in. And then those people will be there to support us, you know, maybe offer resources or offer time, you know, and expertise to help us get there, but to figure it out, that's ours. All I can say is I am very proud of you. That, that sums you. up the perfectly. Is I, I learned a similar thing. I, I basically figured out to uncompromise my greatness. Mm, to, yeah. Because I figured out that was the thing that made me struggle and anxiety depression because those aren't natural states of my mind or my emotions, nor my yeah. heart states. I'm a bubbly, effervescent, cute and cuddly teddy bear yes, personality. Yeah. Yes, thank you. you that you know. are. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, and I and I figured out what my triggers are. That's a sense of empowerment if you've gone through some deep ass shit. It's like, yeah. oh, this motherfucker's making me feel fucked up because mm-hmm. they are fucked up. No wonder mm-hmm. I feel so, as you said, irritable and grouchy, grumpy, Grinch-stoked, Christmas-like. It's the yeah. energy. Energy is so real, and energy transfer is real. Right. Yeah, so I, I, ooh, I, I like this. We're in sync. 
Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of that, hopefully one day I can have your address, like, you know, off camera, so I can mm-hmm. send you something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll email it to you. Okay. You're so kind. Thank you. Right. Because I have this thing where I know it's COVID, but I don't care. I'm going to send something anyway. I would do it if there was no pandemic. That's just me. Like, right. Because I'm like, we're my birthday twin. Got to do something. We're birthday twins, man. Like, what are the odds? Right. I didn't know until I was like, yay. It's crazy. Virgos always link up. We always find each other. I think the universe merges people on its own. For sure. Like, there's a reason why I felt like good energy on Audrey tight with my fingers. Right, right. <laughs> oh, now. <laughs> and I was on there yesterday, too, because I remember I was like, oh, yeah, I did tell them Audrey was a good uh, site to get uh, the podcast. So I was on there yesterday scouting out my next guest. Oh, you should try. Have you tried podcastguest.com? No. That's the one I'm using as well. That and Wildcast. They're both podcast guest finding sites. And I've already been in touch with certain people on podcastguest.com. You just find them. You tell them your Apple podcast link. And you tell them how many episodes and why your show's a good descriptor for them. So. Mm-hmm. What's the what was the second one you said? Podcast podcastguest.com. And I think it's another one called wildcast.com. Wildcast.com. Wildcast. Okay. I'm gonna check those out for sure. Oh, did we cover sex as a part of the zodiac sign or moon or anything? Um, the feminine, uh the Venus and Mars energy. That's your sexual energy. Oh, it's, mm-hmm. does it have a specific sex personality? Because Virgos are said to be reserved freaks. Like, um, yeah, like basically, well, how I define Virgo, because my Mars is in Virgo, so my masculine energy is in Virgo. And um, so like your Mars masculine energy is like the way you have sex. Your uh-huh. Venus feminine energy is how you make love. Okay. So that's the, the difference. But Virgo, it's like, I mean, it's an earth sign. Actually, could I tinkle real quick? I can use the bathroom. It's okay. But I'm going to go real quick. I was trying to hold it to like five minutes, but if we're going to talk about this, I need to release this real quick. I mean, real quick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so um, she went to the bathroom. Um, I'm really enjoying our conversation. I'm really thankful that as I age in what is called for me, uh, aging in physical stature. Well, I've already completed that. I'm 5'9 or 5'10. I'm also aging in um, wisdom stature. I grow taller and bigger and bulkier, more muscle bound and wisdom. So I think that is something that I get to do more to get older you know i've been talking about personalities on podcasts and like asperger syndrome now doing the zodiac so i'm just winging it until she comes back because i don't want you going well she's talking and now she's here i was just talking the whole time i was keeping it flowing it's all good don't apologize for being human. Oh, thank you. Because you see, I'm like chugging my tea, my water, my tea, my water. It's all back and forth. Gosh. Okay. So, yes, your Mars energy is your masculine, the way you have sex, that mm. animalistic, you know, and Yay. then your Venus is your feminine, how you make love, romance, intimacy. Um, so, whenever you're looking for sexual compatibility, you may want to look for say, for example, your Mars and then your partner's Venus placement. So you know how we said how air and fire and air go together and then earth and water go together. So maybe with you being a Venus and Leo, you would want somebody that has a Mars in the air sign. Because they'll fan your flames. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And then like with earth and water, it's like, you know, earth needs <laughs> water, right? And then when water gets too out of control, earth helps to ground it and stabilize, you know? Um, I was air- of shower sex. And bubble bath sex to a romantic at heart, but continue. And there we go. So like your Venus is in Libra. So no, no, no. Your Venus is in Leo. Your Mars is in Libra. So that's very complimentary. Fire and air, right? So I could see you wanting to have some type of luxury, fancy sexual experience because Libra and Leo is very much like, treat me like royalty. Like Libra energy is like Disney princess. Yeah. Libra energy is like Disney princess, like, and they lived happily ever after. Like, it's yes. that. Yes. And then Leo, you know, <laughs> king of the jungle, right? It's like, it's you know, my erotic verbiage. I love this. There we go. It's all Sex- about your other placements. Sexual language. Uh, this is what happens when I'm comfortable. I don't care. <laughs> there we go. There, your Mercury and Libra is showing. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how you look at. Um, so when you're looking at relationship compatibility, of course, look at your sun sign. But that's not the only thing. You look at your moon sign yes. because you want somebody that's going to have a sign that's complementary to your moon sign. Right. Because that's how you process your emotions. So if like, for example, you're a moon and Libra. <clears throat> so you may need somebody where um, maybe another air sign that's airy like you or fire. Mm. So like, you know, where you're, okay. you may process your emotions where it's like, okay, I'm not going to sit on it too long. I'm going to keep it moving. Cause I'm air, right? Air is flowing, air moves on, but like a water sign may be like, but wait, like, but we gotta, we gotta, we gotta cry a little more about this or earth side where it's just like no emotions at all. It's like, you know, that may not be complimentary to you. Right. So mm-hmm. Look at your moon sign because that's how you process your emotions. And you want to also be complimentary to how they process their emotions as well. Um, moon sign, Venus, and Mars. Wow. Wow. It's a lot. I, I, I love this on-air growth that it's mutual. That's why I can barely say anything now because I'm so in love with the wisdom that you're sharing. I can, All I could do is just... Thank you. Marvel. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that really helps. That helps. Thank you. You're welcome. I received that. And thank you for humbly receiving it. I do. I do. I do. Now, with the little time we have left, do I, I like to party, right? I'm a party yeah. animal. Clubbing is fun for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you like to party club? I'm more of a brunch girl as opposed to clubbing. I can do brunch. I like brunches and buffets. Just lay out all the soul food. Mm -hmm. All right. What peach cobbler and let let me be. Let me be. Like, um, because I'm more of an early bird than a night owl. Like when I used to go out, I'm sleeping in the in the like in the club like if there's like a bench i'm gonna yeah. lay down and i'm gonna take a nap because i'm cold and i'm sleepy and i'm hungry and i want to go home and that's where my cancer moon comes into play because my emotions i want to be at home where it's comfortable okay so for me i rather wake up get dressed eat take the pictures while it's daylight while it's mm-hmm. natural light you know we're all fresh from the day you know drink get buzzed by like three o'clock, you know, I'm like tipsy and stuff. I could Yay! take a nap, take a nap to like seven. And then when I wake up at seven, I can go out again if I want to, or I can go back to sleep. Options. When you club, I'm in, anti- I have an anxiety. So if I'm clubbing, I'm anticipating that whole day. Wow. And I got to get dressed. So then five, six o'clock getting dressed, pre-gaming. But then we don't go to the club until like 10, 11, right? Because nobody cool is there till 10, 11. So then I go there anticipating, you know, probably got to drive there. Probably got to pay for parking, $20. Probably got to pay all these ridiculous costs just because it's nighttime, right? Wow. Get there like 11, 12 o'clock. And then they're shutting everything by 1.30 because it closes at 2. So it's like I did all of this for like two, three hours. No. So- and then when I get home, I'm going to sleep because I'm not going to be up till 3, 4, 5, or 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm sleepy. 
I could actually see us hanging out because I'm in DC or in Orlando. So mm -hmm. I could see that because we're so the similarities are endless. I, I love you, universe. The placements are there. <laughs> <laughs> we are so family officially. Thank you. Uh new friend, new friend. Pound it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy having uh being on here. Thank you, Antonio. And and thank you. And I will still send you something. And, and you, thank you. And this won't be the last time we talk. I'll make sure that once this damn COVID is fucking over, I right. see you, you see me. We'll, we'll be, keep in contact. Right. And we're both crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help it. You know, it's the Virgo energy. <laughs> Can I plug myself before we go? Sure, sure. Be you again. Awesome. <laughs> well, yes, thank y'all for uh, tuning in. And um, thank you again for Antonio for allowing me to be on your show. Um, you can catch me on my podcast, My Virgo Friend. Um, it's on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. So check any of those platforms. Um, follow me on Instagram at ChiChiBabe, C-H-E-C-H-E-B-A-B-E, as well as the My Virgo Friend podcast page at My Virgo Friend Podcast. I host, um, I try to put out two episodes weekly, Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, send me an email if you wish at ChiChi at MyVirgoFriend.com, C-H-E-C-H-E at MyVirgoFriend.com. And uh, yeah, just thank you again. I tell you, I've enjoyed it. And I'll send you my, the rest of my contact information like my digits once we get off air okay. all right sounds good thank you so fam yes of <laughs> course thank you Antonio. i'll talk to you later bye bye y'all <laughs>